Blog Talk Radio. Hey there. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today, um, Sasha Marina. And uh, today's segment is That's the Movie with my bro Robert and Juan Fidalgo. So uh, if you're not familiar with our segment, uh, pretty much every Monday, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And Robert talks about all, of, all about uh, movies, behind-the-scenes movies, uh, news, and uh, what's hot and what's not, and what uh, little Marvel news and whatnot um, is coming your way. So, uh, hey, Robert, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Good. So, uh, was there much news this week? Uh, yeah, 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 sort of good news. Um, the first news is actually um, somebody passed away, uh, Mike Nichols, a director. Uh, he's really famous. You've probably seen his movies tons of times, um, but I guess he's most notable for for The Graduate. He did The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman. Uh, I forgot what year he did, back in 1960-something, uh, the late 1960s. I know one of the best best Oscar for directing. He's, he was like a really talented guy. He's been doing TV shows and movies for years. And in fact, they were planning on a HBO TV movie, but he passed away uh, the 19th mm-hmm. of November. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he's worked, you know, with Elizabeth Taylor. And, like, his first movie that he, that he worked with was with Elizabeth Taylor. She got her, it won, like, five five Oscars, and she even got her Best uh, Lead Actress Oscar for that movie. So, That's yeah, cool. she, and he's also done, you know, did you ever see The Birdcage? Uh, the, one with, um, the one with Robin Williams and uh, this guy, Nick, Nick something. Ugh. Anyways, it was it was Robin Williams and this other guy. They played like a gay couple, and um, their son was gonna get married, and it was just a really funny movie. But they, but he's always done like comedies that have lots of uh, uh, social commentary going on in them. Okay, that's but, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> may you rest in peace, sir. Huh? Um, Anyways, um, moving on. The next next sort of news thing this 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 always bothers me when uh when when companies do this well apparently you know Jurassic World they had like a little f- 15 second teaser and uh, I saw it and it was just a, just shots of of Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard nothing oh and a shot of the uh of the of the new of the new sign and stuff of Jurassic Park it says Jurassic World instead of Jurassic Park and it had some other cool stuff going on in it in it but um Anyways, the trailer is going to premiere this Thanksgiving, so it's probably mm-hmm. going to go online. It's going online this Thanksgiving, and it kind of bothers me when companies do that because they're not the only ones who just did that. Star Wars is another one who's just who's who's going to be playing um, uh, tra- the trailer in select theaters, select Regal theaters this Friday. And what is this for? So, yeah. Uh, Star Wars. It's one oh. is for Jurassic World, which is coming out this Thursday, and then the next one is Star Wars Episode Seven uh, or The Force Awakens. This will be the next one, and they're gonna be playing in select theaters. I don't know if they're gonna be playing it uh, before before certain movies releasing this mm-hmm. Friday, or it's just gonna be you know um, just a trailer. Because I think somebody did that before with a movie. Crap, somebody did that. Somebody has done that where they actually rented out. Um, uh, 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 theaters across America for people to go and see the movie. But okay. yeah, it's me. 
That's, that's pretty dumb. But anyways, now moving on to real news, not trailer announcements. Um, <laughs> so uh, Sylvester Stallone was, you know, speaking in an interview about um, about 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 Expendables three, and how like nobody really even liked it, and I and I didn't mm-hmm. even like it because it was rated PG thirteen. Because he was trying to appeal to to an audience to 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 wider market, and it did worse mm-hmm. in the previous movies, and it had a terrible had terrible reviews. Yeah, so he said it was a mistake, like, complete mistake to do that, and that it was it was a, it was a horrible miscalculation. That's me quoting what he said. And um, yeah, the next one's going to be rated R. Expendables Four yeah. will be R rated. Um. Well, the fact that they're actually doing another one. Uh, I never saw really any of the previous ones. I saw the third, and I wasn't impressed. So, yeah, but I'm not a fan. They're really, they're really just, they're really just fun action. Yeah, they're just fun, bloody action movies with stupid jokes, and they don't make you think. And that's fun, you know, when you just want to eat some popcorn and listen to uh, Sylvester Stallone sort of grunt and make sounds that uh, are supposed to be words in the sentences. <laughs> And then shoot people <laughs> in the face. So <laughs> that's that's exciting. Yeah, I mean the first Expendables it opened with a scene where they shot somebody with a grenade launcher, and the top half of that guy's body went flying back, and his and, the, and, the, and his legs are just left behind. I'm like, yeah, that's what everyone ex- is expecting from the Expendables, and they do a PG-13 movie mm-hmm. because I think that's what makes the movies those movies even worth watching because they're so dumb and terrible. And like it's just badly written that the only things that make it worth watching is the action scenes and just the bloody violence, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know how I, how I've been talking about shared universes and stuff. Yeah. That I say that it's so stupid that every other studio is doing it, and it pisses me off because they don't have something like Marvel does or like Star Wars does. They have movie. They don't have movies that have, that have already people have been loving for years, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, James Gunn uh, just talked about that, and he and he said, like, pretty much word for word what I've been thinking, that it's, that it's, that's, you know, flaw, it's flawed, that it's not something that works because, and his reasoning, you know, makes perfect sense. If they're saying, it's, the, the problem that, you know, that Marvel works so well with this is that, when they started making these movies like Iron Man and everything, they had an, they had the possibility. They knew that, that there might be a possibility that you know there's a bigger picture that this might become something bigger, but that didn't distract from their vision for the movie they're doing. They were doing they were making every movie movie like it was going to be the last one, and uh-huh. that means that they were putting their full potential into the movie. But if you start a franchise already knowing that you're going to make 20 movies after that in a whole shared universe, that means you're paying less attention to the individual movie and more to the bigger picture. Yeah. And, yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense because everything gets watered down if you're just paying attention to the possibility that you're going to make a bunch of money. That's like Universal doing their whole monster movie shared universe. That's a pretty mm-hmm. stupid thing. They shouldn't have even... They announced it before they even started um, filming the first movie, which was Dracula Untold. They said they were going to do that. And now and now you got Dracula Untold coming out, well, it came out already, and it was just an okay movie. There was nothing special about it at all. I wanted to see it, it actually. Just, I, I thought, I don't know, maybe 
because I don't know, I, I was actually really interested in watching don't, it. Don't don't like really the only fancy. thing that was good about it was the lead, and that's because it had a great actor as a lead who played Dracula. Well, yeah, that's pretty much the only reason why I wanted to watch it because yeah, I'm familiar with his work. But um. Yeah, I, what's his name again? I always forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know his name. I don't either. think I remember. <laughs> but he's really, <laughs> he's a really good actor. He's like one of those underrated actors that we need to mm-hmm. see more movies. Yeah. But we don't see him in enough movies. He's kind of like, who's this other guy? Alan Tudyk, that's another underrated actor. This one guy who mm-hmm. works like, who works like, whatever. Anyways, yeah. It is a flawed concept, and it's something that shouldn't, that, you know, that shouldn't happen, but <clears throat> it is going to happen. That's the problem. It's not something you can stop now. We're going to be seeing this for another, I don't know, 20 years maybe, and we're going to see, and mm-hmm. only people who are going to be successful at it, at it are going to be people like, you know, um, uh, Marvel, maybe even DC, because they already have the huge fan base for all the Batman movies that they made that made mm-hmm. billions of dollars. That was a billion-dollar franchise. So, you know, we uh, it's it's okay, I guess. I it, I hope that it just all the movies aren't that terrible, and eventually they get up to Marvel standards if people are going to be doing stuff like that. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Stephen King wrote a book called The, the Stand, and this was a, this was adapted into a miniseries back, I think, in the seven nineties or or eighties, ninety four, ninety four. It was about, it was adapted into like a six hour miniseries back in ninety four. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It, the script for the series was written by Steven Spielberg. I mean, blah, Stephen King. Why do I keep saying mixing him up? Anyways, it was pretty good. I mean, I didn't watch it entirely myself. But it's it it was well received, and um, apparently there's a movie. In, there's the movie has been in the works for a while, um, but it's apparently happening. And the guy who was writing it, um, God, I forget his name, Boone. His last name is Boone. I just remember his last name, Boone. Um, okay, I think uh, Josh Boone. Yeah, the guy who <laughs> who who who, um, who directed uh, the Fault in Our Stars. Which, um, that's not. That's not a good, you know, track record already. But anyways, he apparently wrote a three-hour script, and he wanted, you know, he wanted uh, big actors to do this movie, you know, like A-list actors, and it was going to be a three-hour script, and that's it, a three-hour movie. But mm-hmm. when he when when he finished writing it, he he brought it into the studio. Stephen King loved it, and they gave him an eighty-seven million dollar budget, and then that's that's a lot, you know, for a horror drama, and mm-hmm. then um. The studio came back and told him that they wanted to make multiple films. So now they're making four movies based on this uh, this book, and it makes sense because they had a six-hour miniseries. That it only makes sense that they would do, um, you know, the movie, the, the uh, this many movies. You know, like four four movies. I don't know if they're all going to be two and a half hours or three hours, but Stephen mm-hmm. King writes really long books. Like this book, just on its own, is a thousand and a hundred pages. Every time wow. this guy comes out with a book, it's never less than a thousand pages. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're making a movie long. I, I I don't really care about this about this whatsoever. But uh, if it comes out, yeah, sure, cool. I mean, uh... I'll probably see it, but it's nothing that I'm excited for. But yeah, four parts. That's also, you know, trying to trying to plan too far ahead. Yeah. I, I remember the time when studios would make movies 
and they leave the ending like, oh, this is probably going to be a sequel. But they don't announce it until, like, I don't know, years later. Nobody ever knows that there's going to be a sequel, you know? Uh-huh. It just happens. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I expected that. I expected that to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. It's like they, they, they just left the, sequ- the ending sometimes open-ended, and people were like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, there might be a sequel. I don't know. But nowadays, like, you know, with the Internet and how these studios are doing everything, we already mm-hmm. know that there's going to be a sequel before the movie's even released. Yeah. I mean, even even if they have, even if they're based on franchises like book franchises, there wasn't a guarantee that there was going to be a sequel to it. I mean, that's like a what's that book? Aragon, Arag yeah, Aragon, Aragorn. I don't know. It's about a dragon, a guy, mm-hmm. a guy who dragon riders. It was this whole like uh, sci-fi fantasy stuff, but it was it was really cool universe and stuff, and the books were were really were really cool, but. They made the movie, and the movie sucked. And then they left it with an ending, you know, that was going to lead into the second one, but it never happened because it sucked. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There was a time when nobody knew what the hell was going to happen. So, yeah. Now, talking about sequels that probably shouldn't happen, or probably should have happened a while ago, uh, Zoolander 2. Zoolander 2 oh, has been like, you know, Dumb and Dumber 2 that's been in... Yeah, yeah. Dumb and Dumber 2 was one of those movies that... Mm-hmm. One of the, one of those sequels that people were talking about for a while, and now it finally got made and released, which I reviewed. So you guys can check out that review on uh, on Sasha Marina Show YouTube oh, yeah. channel. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the the sequel you know finally made it and it did pretty well in the box office actually. It 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 was uh, the top in that in the whole weekend when it was released, but um, yeah now we got Zoolander two coming up and apparently Penelope Cruz has a role in the in the in the movie, there hasn't been released what she's going to do, but most likely, most likely, she, you know, she's going to have some sort of model, sort of thing, and it only makes sense. And then, um, as uh, you know, Ben Stiller is going to play Zoolander, and then most likely going to direct it. I think he directed the first one too. I was, I think that was him. Yeah, but anyways, mm-hmm. it it only makes sense, and I don't care. I don't really care for this to happen. The first movie. Again, is is the type of comedy that doesn't exist now that nobody really laughs at anymore. You know, if you try mm-hmm. selling Zoolander to to a bunch of kids now in middle school or elementary school, they'll find they'll think it's really stupid. They won't find it as funny as as we did or or most adults did back when it was released. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that was my same. That was the same problem. That's the same thoughts I had for Dumb and Dumber Two, and apparently it did much better than it, than I expected. But mm-hmm. eh, whatever, we got a sequel coming on. Um, I guess it's finally you know getting out of development limbo and everything. So yeah, cool. I guess. So what Sasha, is their need of, uh, with having? Mm-hmm. What, what what was it? You you go ahead. Their their need with having to have sequels to these movies that were just good for one time. Like I hate Zoolander. Think it's, yeah. I would not waste my time two hours or two and a half hours or whatever the length of movies are nowadays in the movie theater watching something that is going to make me want to pull my hair. <laughs> so, yeah. But I guess somebody has the money to put it up, so whatever. Not our problem. Yeah. So, yeah, what were you going to say? Um, have you heard of the, the anime Attack on Titan? I'm sure you have because everyone freaking talks about it. So, Attack on Titan was a Japanese uh, manga 
that was like a you know the Japanese the books and stuff is a sort of like comic type thing, but Japanese style and the books are backwards and everything is a whole big deal. But anyways, they got adapted into an anime, and everyone loves the anime. Like literally, everyone loves it. I I I don't really I'm not a big fan of anime, so I got I got two episodes in and I stopped watching it not because it was bad, but but it just wasn't my thing. And apparently the movie's being adapted in Japan as a live-action movie, and it released some posters on it. And the posters are actually pretty cool-looking. Um, they, they're all, like, character posters for the main cast. And, yeah, so this is a movie that mm-hmm. I'm sure all Americans will watch, even with subtitles. And it's it's going to be released on next summer in Japan. So, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. And in, and that's it. the whole story of Attack on Titan is... um. Uh, the the world is pretty much it's post apocalyptic uh, sort of show, and the what's left of humanity lives inside these this sort of huge like enclosed um, area with these huge like hundred foot wall a uh, hundred yard sized walls I don't know they're really huge and they keep out these giants that are pretty much as giant humans and they all walk around naked and they eat humans. Trust me, it's it's more creepier. It's more creepy than ridiculous because they have some really creepy looking monster things. So, anyways, they're giants that just attack, and they have to protect protect themselves against them against them. And it just you know, it's all like crazy mm-hmm. anime outrageous stuff. So, it's it's becoming a movie, and it'll be kind of weird to see those giants in live action form. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure this can this will be a decent movie. Perhaps the makers of yeah. Pacific Rim should get together with with this. Uh, I mean, yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad yeah. idea having Guillermo del Toro to direct yeah. it. But I mean, they it's, they already have their Japanese you know directors and uh, Japanese stars on it. But yeah, that's actually not mm-hmm. a bad idea if they would have. Well, they really wanted like to Ameri- American adaptation like of it. Yeah. yeah. They wanted to make American version of it. They could have. They could get definitely Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So uh, now talking about more adaptions, uh, 1984, the book um, written by George Orwell that described a sort of dystopian future where um, the sci-fi where you know everybody is being controlled by uh, by the it, it was kind of like reminiscent of the 1980s when um when the Cold War and stuff and you know that kind of kind of this this is a type of book that. Every every few decades, it it fits perfectly with what's what's going on in society at the moment. Mm-hmm. And everyone was pretty much enslaved, and they couldn't and they couldn't do a you know a lot of the very normal things we do now. Imagine like the book, The Giver, where mm-hmm. or the movie where um, everything is so restricted, and and then you pretty much got the adult version of 1984. So, anyways. Um, this movie had two adaptions back in 1956 and then another one in 1984. Very fitting for the name of the movie. And um, apparently it's being adapted again. And we're getting a new movie and it's going to be directed by Paul Greengrass, who directed all the, um, well not, well the Born, Born Supremacy and the Born Ultimatum. He directed Captain Phillips in United 93. So, you know... You know, you know already who this guy is. He does the shaky cam and the really fast editing and the fast-paced action movies. And you know, his dramas are still pretty cool, and especially especially the historical-based dramas like you know United 93 and Captain Phillips. 
but yeah, mm-hmm. he's 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 still in the he's in the middle of doing like three movies right now, directing three of them. The Bourne movie, um, another movie I think starring Jonah Hill, and Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's about some nineteen ninety six. Yeah, no, it, these are these are different movies he's doing, and then now he has this movie as well. So I don't know which is coming first, but most likely he's working on on the Bourne movie now because the movie's coming out twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he has three movies going on, and he's directing this one. And you know, I'm all for that. I'm pretty excited about that. I've never. I never saw any of the 1984 movie adaptions, so it'd be cool mm-hmm. to see Paul Greengrass um, do this. So yeah. Okay. That'll be exciting. I'm sure some people out there are pretty excited too. But I'm so, saying, so what's what's his Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill are working together again? Yeah. Cool. I guess. Yeah, I guess why not. <laughs> They do so well anyways, so, yeah, um, so I think I talked about maybe like a week, yeah, a week ago, how Chris Pratt was apparently going to star in the Uncharted movie, but he turned away the, he turned away the role, and I think, I think we know now why it was, it was because Mm -hmm. he's starring in another, uh, movie, it's called, um, uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking, it's an adaption of a comic book, (laughs) that's, uh, pretty convoluted the whole thing but anyways it's about mm-hmm. there it's about uh these highly trained assassins that they have split personalities they have multiple personality disorder and they have three different personalities and they're called triplets that's that's what their name they're all part of this sort of uh this 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 like agency of assassins that, mm-hmm. that they're all called triplets and they all have um you know multiple personality disorder specifically what this main character has is the personality of a cowboy a ninja and viking so that means he has, he, he has, yeah. So he has the ability. He has the abilities of a cowboy and a ninja and a Viking. You know, like the fighting abilities and everything, and yeah. has their personalities. And this can make for like a crazy, a crazy outrageous movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I'd be. I'm just gonna see it because Chris Pratt is part of it, and just the freaking name, Cowboy Ninja Viking. That sounds something like twelve year olds. My twelve year old self would be excited to you know watch, Cowboy Ninja mm-hmm. Viking. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Um, he, this probably is the reason why he's not being part of Uncharted, because you know he had Jurassic World. I think they already wrapped up in that movie, but and he filmed you know Guardians, and now he has this movie, and then he's probably going to go from fin- f- filming this movie to filming Guardians too. So yeah, mm-hmm. he's probably going to have a busy uh, schedule. But yeah, and uh, apparently, the, what, let me explain you know the plot a little bit more. So um, a few of the uh, the rest of the assassins uh, started went rogue and they all and he has to go and hunt them down and bring them in or kill them one of those two, and yeah and that's going to be pretty much the movie, and I don't know I'm excited for it Chris Pratt again that's why, so yeah I'm kind of happy that this guy has become a an action star because to me he's one of those he's the one the one actor that every time I see him perform anything. I believe him immediately. I believe his role entirely. When I see him in Parks and Recreation, I believe that he's an idiot. Yeah. I don't know why. I just believe it. There's not. There's not a chance where I think, oh, he's acting. I just straight up believe that he's that he's an idiot. So, I'm all for Chris Pratt. So that was okay. it. That was it. And we got to start wrapping up now. Okay. I just like to mention something for um for for what I'm really into right now, like scandal and. Had to get away with murder. Pretty much, uh, TGIF, of 
I mean, for um, or TGIT for ABC, whatever. Um, the season finale was. I've, I've been watching on Hulu like all day, like replaying the same episode. It's pretty intense. For those that what? didn't get to uh, the scandal, oh scandal. So for oh. those that didn't get to watch the season finale on ABC, like I didn't, um, because I was actually at uh, Marvel Universe Live, which that was that's something else on its own. That's an awesome show. It's it's been on tour for some months now, and it just got here to South Florida. Um, I saw I was you know fortunate enough to go see the opening uh, show. So um, look that video up. I have some video clips and stuff of that of the actual show on our YouTube channel that I took. So um, check that out, by the way. So it's 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 awesome if you if the show goes to a city near you or whatever, check it out. Take your kids, take your brother, whatever, all that good stuff. Um, but going back to Scandal, um, great show. I think that sometimes there's too much back and forth, like any show. You know, it gets kind of like ugh. But the season finale killed it. And also for like how to get away with murder, I I, I loved it. I it really it's you spent the whole season watching every show and you're like, all right, so what's really going on here? And it all tied up so well at the, that last you know that last season finale that really does the job. Like, okay, I want to I can't wait to the next season, you know. So that's that's cool. So um, check that out on Hulu, I guess if you're subscribed on Hulu, because that's pretty much the only way you're going to be able to watch it right now. Or you can go to abc.com, I think, but whatever. Um, all that being said, good shows. I'm looking forward to January 29th. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, bro, tell them where to find you and so forth. Okay, so uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook at you know at the real Robert H and on Instagram at Robert Alfonso Hidalgo and on Facebook you can like our pages. That's the movie and the Sasha Marina show. And download Definitely. our app at uh, Google Play and Blackberry World. And the Sasha Marina Show app, easy ways to uh, stay up to date with our stuff. And yeah, uh, check out my most recent reviews, I think, for Rosewater, Dumb and Dumber 2, The Theory of Everything. And today I think I'm going to go see um, uh, Horrible Bosses 2. So that's a review uh, to have up. I was supposed to go see no, it, I wanted coming. to see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a review coming soon. Okay, and um, as for us and our, and our website, we're actually hosting a giveaway for uh, Cirque du Soleil tickets uh, uh, following four packs for uh, the newest uh, show of Cirque du Soleil that is called Amaluna. Um, and the one uh, very important fact about the show is that um, over, uh, unlike their other past 33 shows, um, this one is casted with 70% women. So... Um, a lot of the performers are, are, are women doing all the, the awesome circus stunts and, and all that stuff. And um, I, I've never had the pleasure, the, the you know, to, to go to one of these shows, and I'm so excited to go and, and, and check that out. Um, they're hitting South Florida. Uh, they'll be premiering in South Florida December 11th. So uh, you can you can actually, like, enter our giveaway, like, right now on the com. If you want more info on it, just um, on our Facebook page, like, the link is already up. It's just there. You just, like, enter, you know, do the little things you have to do to gain more entries, and um, hopefully you get chosen and you can take yourself and whoever you like. So four free tickets for uh, your uh, for your pleasure. So, okay, thank you guys so much for tuning in today to our show. Robert, thank you for your news, and um, see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.